Maybe it's gotten to the point where I'm flirting with operators on the phone. I almost made a date with one. Oh, so there's still hope. I don't want hope. Hope is killing me. My dream is to become hopeless. When you're hopeless, you don't care. Mm -hmm. And when you don't care, that indifference makes you attractive. Uh -huh. So hopelessness is the key. It's my only hope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. It's the one and only Jay, the one and only Willie F, the one and only No Boundaries Podcast, <laughs> on this one and only weekend. <laughs> are we the one and only No Boundaries Podcast? I don't think so. I think there's another one out there. There's some whole ass nigga out there trying to steal our swag. You're trying to steal our shine. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. How's your week been so far, man? Bro, I got into it with my boss on... um. What day was that? Friday. Damn. Got into it with my boss. Okay. This you actually, still got a job? This actually goes back two weeks ago. Because she sent me this email asking me questions. And I'm fine with you asking me questions. But in the email, she asked me why. And she goes, capital W, capital H, capital Y. Then further along again, she asked me why again, capital W, capital H, capital Y. I took offense to that because... You don't need to capitalize words to emphasize them. I mean, you you could even make a bold. I would I would have been more more acceptable to you just bolding those words. But since she felt the need to capitalize and say, "Well, you capitalized two words," I'm gonna wait two weeks to respond. So Friday was that two weeks. She sent me an email. She's like, "Hey, I sent you this. You know, two weeks ago, you hadn't responded. You know, what, what what's up?" So in my response, I put because in the capital letter. You know, saying, hey, why, why'd you talk to me? You know, like, that's not effective communication. Like, you don't have, you're not talking to a child where you need to emphasize words in, in all caps to make them pay attention to them. Like, I can read this three sentences and know what you need me to do. But I took offense to um, how that email came across. You took offense to three letters. I took offense to three <laughs> be, capital letters. In, in caps lock. Yeah. That, that, that is very interesting. Yeah, you, I, it, I took offense to that. And her punishment, if I'm not mistaken... Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was definitely punishment. Patty Murphy. Two weeks. I waited two full weeks. Okay, first of all, when she sent wow. me the first one, I was in I was in a training in Dallas, so I wasn't gonna do it that first week anyways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Last week I could have done it, but then I remembered that she sent me that, that second capital Y. So so that added a week too. That added a week too. Damn. And so then she shoot back, you know. Well, you know, this is this this needs to be getting getting done, you know. This this and this and this, and you know, I don't see a big deal about it. And I was like, so then I shoot her back, and I cc our big boss. So it's like me, her, our big boss. I put the big boss on this one. Now I was like, I was like, yeah, I understand that it needs to be get, it needs to get done, but also this was something that was done three months ago that you're just now checking on, and I can't drop everything just because you're getting around to your work. So then she sent me an email. Could you call me? Nope. Not calling you. I need Damn. this paper trail in case I need to talk to HR. So I'm not calling you on the phone. If you need to talk to me, send me another email. But I'm not calling you on the phone. Wow. Seeing a different side of you, young man. It, it, this has been building for uh, a while now. Okay. okay. And then this is the, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Huh. Wow. I think that's some pretty petty shit, brother. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I 
feel no remorse. I think I'm gonna test that test that out on you one day. I feel no remorse. <laughs> that caps lock gets to you like that, huh? Bro, it's the it's the caps lock from that person. Ah, uh, okay, that's, okay. That's what it is. I've actually uh, had to avoid caps lock. I'm not gonna lie. I've all, I've all, I've already been waiting for you to run my face. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean we, we're already there. Did you did you did you take part of the assignment I I gave to you on Instagram? Mm-mm. Uh, I told you to grab a dictionary. Mm-hmm. You probably thought I was being an asshole, but I was being serious. I definitely thought you were being an no, asshole. No, no, I was being serious. I mean, you, you know, it's it's an important thing to do. Yeah. You know, like, people need to understand if they really want to fight about something, um, have the facts straight. And um, obviously, Jordan Peele knows more about this his the craft or theater arts than me, but it would seem that he didn't since he's arguing that Get Out doesn't belong in that genre. Do you know where he feels it should be placed? No. He I, says I, it, it should be considered a documentary. Nah, that's, it's definitely not a documentary. The nigga reaching. It's definitely not a documentary. The nigga reaching. But I believe he's doing that because he knows he's in a position to cause outrage to kind of get him that W. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, Get Out is a, is a good movie, but I didn't even look at the other, you know, other movies in that category. And so far, the outrage that he's causing is going to put him in a position to pub- publicize, you know, his him being in that position. Everybody's like, oh, shit, he should win then. And then he'll win it unfairly. It's a little free publicity right there. That's all, you know, because when have we ever cared about a movie being in a certain genre? No, I mean, you just care about it winning at the end of the day. At the end of the you, day. You want to be... You you might you best comedy best drama whatever whatever that's all well and good but you want the best film and guess if, what's gonna if you really make a film now if you make Dumb and Dumber and you win best comedy you know you're not gonna win best film but you know you you just want to be hey I want I want a Golden Globe that's, exactly that's which, is a, which is a big deal yeah. which is a big deal um, I know that when I was fucking with theater arts when I was in high school and um, I just remember it you know going back to the Greek time period of theater arts or stage play. And um, I've always remembered that even in a comedy, you have an antagonist and a protagonist. Mm -hmm. And I think once again, with time, with the time periods and societal changes, we have gotten so used to certain words being abused and used to our liking when in actuality, all we see as, as comedy is humor. Which that's not what comedy technically is on a professional level. That makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, Taking it back to the essence of, of theater. And when it comes down to it, I'm not going to read out no long, drawn-out bullshit. But at the end of the day, the, the, the theatrical genre of Greek comedy can be described as a dramatic performance which pits two groups or societies against each other in an amusing agon or conflict. Mm-hmm. And that's what it did. It pitted white people against black people. You know, and it was and it was conflict there. And on the Golden Globe stage, which is a professional stage, it's considered a comedy, and it's it's considered um, uh, it's it's not a, it's not a musical, obviously, but it does have a musical score. So therefore, there you have it. That's what that was. That was my thing. Like I said, I wasn't being an asshole. I was just saying, hey, it it, it, it is a comedy. It's not a drama and a damn show and a documentary. I, matter of fact, it could be a documentary because I never even really looked up what the definition of a documentary was. But based on the documentaries I've re- uh, watched, they seem to be um, 
based no, more no on actors. historical fact. Yeah, yeah these aren't actors. These are no these are based on real people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and and that that could be lost in in t- a lot is lost in today's age when you basically reinvent stuff, and that's that's we, what it is. We're, we're, we're constantly reinventing stuff, and um, at the end of the day, that's that's probably one of my biggest things today. Like we've reinvented so much stuff that we feel like everybody should have to adjust to what the, the way we reinvented it. It's like, hold on now. I don't really fuck with that. Like, I don't see it as that because that's not what it really is. You're putting a, you're, you're basically spinning what facts are with your perspectives and uh, telling me I have to, I have to get down with this. And I really don't. And, uh, I think that's what's causing so many people to grow apart today because you have so many people that are, I don't even want to say stuck on traditional values, but they value traditional values. So therefore, when you have people progressing towards this reinvention age and all this, all these, all these things that are trending, it's just kind of it's kind of hard to keep up with. But it's it, kind of hard to get down with. But even even like we always say, traditional values run hand in hand with um, societal norms. And I was having this conversation um, earlier this week where me and, me and my, one of my longtime friends, we were talking about somebody else we knew, and this person has been like in a bad relationship, and basically the only reason that she stays in this relationship is because I'm supposed to be married. Since I have kids, I don't know what else to do. Did you provide an answer? I provided an answer. See, okay. The thing about my answer is... Mm-hmm. My answer is that that makes no fucking sense. I probably would have to agree. Because that, I mean, she's like, well, I'm 36 and my life is, you know, my life is already set. Oh, first of all, why is 36 so old to people? I don't know, man. Like people, people fret, oh, I'm, 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 I'm about to turn 30. I ain't 20 no more. Okay. You can have the same energy you had at 20. It's up to you. You can max it. Those 10 years you spend in your 20s could be rolled up into three years of your 30s if you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, it's all about, you know, my body and soul. Yeah, like, I'm, I'll am i be I'll be 30 in, what, a month and a week now? Okay, okay. What are you doing for your birthday? You still don't know? I still don't know. Oh. I still don't know. I'm, I'm get old. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> Low key, I've been old. I've been acting old. You have, you so, have. So I don't, I don't know, man. You yeah. know, it's, it's thirty. It might be cold in Texas. You know, it might be. The karaoke was bomb last year, but you know, yeah. might want to do something different. Might have to flip it up. You know, I don't know though. I'm, 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 uh, I'm thinking of doing like a double gift because my birthday, obviously, our birthdays fall around Christmas. So, I, and we have a, the Lakers coming into town on the thirty first. So, it's possible that, you know. For my son, that you know, we go to you know Rockets Lakers game as a gift to me and a gift to him because I he likes the Lakers, he likes James Harden, he likes Chris Paul. But you know the young kids, they love the Ball family. Right. You know, no matter how successful he's doing right now, which I believe that along, I, I believe somewhere in his career in the next two or three years, he's going to be a legitimate starter. I don't think he's ever just going to be this. This greatness, but I think he'll be a legitimate starter. Like some people aren't are built for the one and done. They, they aren't. And he's you know, nineteen, man, right? Yeah, he's nine, or he might have just turned twenty. And he's young, man. Yeah, he's young, I, and I don't think comparing him to Ben Simmons is fair. No, absolutely not. Ben, uh, people people act like I understand that he's considered a rookie, but he's had NBA level basketball training for the last year. Mm-hmm. That's a significant difference with a guy that went from 
UCLA basketball training. Like, that's apples to oranges. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Not doing this with you today, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, obviously this episode has no true uh, foundation. Do we ever have a true foundation? Yeah, just you, we'll we'll do this 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 pre recording meeting, and then we'll <laughs> say something in the intro, and then it'll just go, go off on a tangent. Speaking of the intro, hopeless, oh, yeah. hopeless George Costanza. We can get to that twelve minutes into the show. I fuck with George Costanza. We all know that King George. <laughs> he is King Costanza. He is he is a a special guy. <laughs> he is in so many ways. Although his life was constantly in shambles. He still put himself in positions to where you're like, hold on. His life is actually pretty great. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he worked he for the Yankees. Yankees. <laughs> Dude, he had a rich wife that he basically resented, and she ended up dying. I mean, <laughs> he was sad. Like, his, it, was, it is what it is. George was the definition of depression. Man. You have everything in the world going for you. And you still find the bad in things. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. But he's he's real. Jerry, the ever optimist. Oh yeah. Elaine, ever insecure. Definitely. Kramer just didn't get free. A fuck he was the most carefree person free ever. Ever. Even in real life. In real life. Because <laughs> he definitely give a fuck that comedy <laughs> show. I don't care how many niggas in here, Bruh. They didn't deserve that. I, I, he was he was having a bad day. They start they start getting on your ass, and you just say fuck. And, and it's 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 a level of professionalism too. It's like you got to deal with the bullshit. Like shit, me like even at my job, like I accidentally had my calls forwarding to my phone, right? And one of the customers called my phone, so I answered. You know, I, I knew at that moment, and I'm like, yeah, cool. But then like they called and they hung up, and my dumb ass. Calls them back on my phone. Mm. And then ever since then, this one customer, one of the most, <sighs> this customer is special, happens to call me back and she's locked my number in since. So anytime there's like an emergency, she feels like she can call me. Direct she called me she got the direct morning line. at 7 a.m. Because she's waiting for a delivery and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I wanted to, I, I sent her the voicemail the first time, but I'm like, shit, if I do this, I'm going to hear about this bullshit. So I call her back, but uh, yeah, you know, level of professionalism. Even though I'm at home in my bed, I, st- I still maintain it. By sending her the voicemail. <laughs> that was that was me being unprofessional. But the professional part was me calling her back <laughs> and not being mad, not taking my frustrations out on her like Kramer did. But um, that's neither here nor there. That nigga, that that was special though. That was a special case. Uh, maybe he was drunk. I don't know. It's always oh, that's always a good escape. I was drunk. Yeah, I, I, that's what I would say. Oh, I was, I was a good escape. I was drunk. It's, it's been weeks. It's been weeks since since Halloween, but we never touched on on the blackface, man. So, so yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck it, this is our show. We talk about whatever talk we want. Talk about whatever we want. I, I was talking to one of my homegirls, a white girl, and she was talking about how she sent me this post where. Somebody had dressed up as Angel Mama and had the black face and everything gone, and she didn't understand why where the outrage came from. Then I had another French. Her boyfriend had dressed up like um, you remember the Antoine Dodson, the Antoine hide your kids, Dodson. hide your wife. Yeah, yeah. Dressed up as him one year, and he put on in turn put on black face as uh-huh. well. And they just didn't understand the outrage behind it. 
Mm-hmm. So and put I put it in I put it in common terms for, her. you know I dressed up as no that was a black person um, name a white person I could dress up as uh, Anchorman if I wore to dress up as Ron Burgundy Anchorman mm-hmm. I would not paint my face white okay why is that because that doesn't further prove who I am okay me being me painting my face white isn't gonna be like. You're Ron Burgundy. That's who you are. No, I'm be, I'm look like Casper in a fucking suit. <laughs> you are gonna look like Casper in a fucking suit. Like that, that, that doesn't that doesn't get the point across of who I am. And see, to me, blackface isn't offensive. Even knowing the historical nature of blackface, it's not offensive to What's me. What's the historical nature of blackface? Back in the early acting days, where 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 white people played all characters, yes. actually white males played all characters. Yes. You know, if they were portraying a black character, they would just paint their faces black instead of hiring black actors to play those play those roles. Little, they black, just, little black sambo. Yeah, little black sambo. Mm-hmm. And so, since then, there you know, there's a stigma with painting your face black. And even back then, this wasn't shades of brown you were painting yourself. They were you, painting, they they were pitch, painting black. pitch black. Uh-huh. So, to me, if you're painting your face pitch black, I think something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think like me painting myself white or me painting myself peach when I'm already paper sack brown. That's something wrong <clears> with me. It's not going to get my costume across. Yeah, I think I think it's what's something I've realized when you cross cultures over. I think some cultures have a an addiction to creativity, maybe, and I think sometimes they want to further their creativity to a level that's not necessary. I feel like they think that by doing that, they're being more creative. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure you've seen the white privilege costume. The guy is a black guy. He paints his whole body white. And, and he, his shirt says white privilege and he has a clown on it. Um, there's a level of creativity in that. Does he need to paint himself white to get the message across that he is, you know, white privilege? He doesn't have to, but he does it to push the creativity forward. And I think that Obviously, in the in the eighteen nineties, early nineteen hundreds, when they were running around as Black Sambo, they they not only were trying to push their creativity, but at the end of the day, they were trying to insult us at the same time too. But they were also doing that to Asians as well. I can't remember the character, but the show. If if you go back, it was like I think like the early twenties, maybe even thirties. He would. It was a white guy playing an Asian guy. He basically would. Kind of brown himself up, slant his eyes, put some big teeth in, and play a stereotypical Asian person. Mm-hmm. And it was like, at the same time, you're trying to push your creativity. I know that you realize that you're mocking Asians, but what is your audience? Your audience is white people, and they find it amusing. They're not considering the fact that at that time, blacks, Asians, Mexicans, or whatever, we find that offensive. And it was a, if you really look back. In the history of filmmaking, Hollywood in general, they've made millions off of mocking other cultures. Oh, yeah. And they also lately have mocked their own culture, white culture. Even, even, have you seen the movie Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember, Which you got a pass. You remember Robert Downey Jr. was dressed up and yeah. basically he wore black. It was blackface, yeah. yeah. One, of, one of his funniest roles ever. I thought that Without was Without a doubt. And yeah. I wasn't offended wasn't by offended it at, at all. all. Because as he was mocking... Us, he was also mocking himself too. Yeah. So it was a creative way to get away with it. 
He, fa- he found he found a medium. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, it, don't get me wrong, that came out what oh three, oh two, oh four. If that came out today, his career would be over. Oh yeah, because we're society's way too sensitive now. Bro, we there was a they leaked up some video from Jerry Jones back in twenty thirteen. Yeah, where he was shouting somebody out because they were getting married the next day. He goes, you know, hey, such and such, you know, congratulations, whatever, you know. But I hope you know that he's with a black woman tonight. And then people are like, oh, that was so offensive. That was 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that offensive? He didn't say that. He didn't say he was fucking a big black bitch tonight or a big booty black woman. Like it was just a black woman. What like if somebody, if if somebody, if I'm in a crowd with somebody and I'm looking for somebody, as hey, you see my friend? No, what he look like? He's a tall black guy. You know, that's a description to me. If I say, oh yeah, he's a white guy. You know, that's a, if somebody says, oh yeah, he's a black guy. Yeah, that's fine. I am a black guy. You are a white guy. Well, not you, of course, but yeah, you know, like, yeah. why is that offensive? If you, I don't, I don't understand the content, the context of this. I, you you kind of lost me. Uh, well, what was this in, in my rant? No, no, I got the uh, rants, but what did he? Why, why did he say she's he's with a black woman? I'm confused. He was making a joke. It was just a pun, you know. Oh, he's because he was marrying a white woman. Black guy was marrying a white woman, and he was like, "Oh, Jerry Jones, you know, I'm getting married, you know, tomorrow, you know." They were shooting the bachelor party. Jerry stumbled across, you know, and then he goes, he goes, whatever her name is, I forget. He's like, you know, congratulations. I wish you, you know, marital bliss, all this other stuff. And then he's like, but just so you know, he's with a black woman tonight. And he said that to the whole crowd. No, he, it was like a video, like oh. there was a video. And then the camera pans over to the guy. I guess who? he was the fiance, and he was he was laughing. And, and this guy's white. Or he's black. He's black. And he's married. The woman's white. He's marrying a white woman. Ah, okay, okay. That's that's easy to spin as racist. Very it's easy very to easy spin, to but I don't see. But then again, I've been in Texas my whole life. Exactly. <laughs> People are racist to my face. People, once again, one of those words that we've grown to reinvent to fit our own agendas. It's so easy to be racist. It's so easy to be sexist. It's so easy to be a bigot, all these things. It's easy just based off simple things you say. Like I say all the time, you can easily point out moments in our conversations with our homeboys where you would say that they're a Trump-like, where you could say that they're a Weinstein-like, where you could say that we we know some Kevin Spacey's personally probably. Just saying. And this, this even brings me back to the whole thing with Cam Newton and the reporter. Yeah, which was that was retarded. I wouldn't apologize for that. I thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, I, I was like, yeah, you just can't be out here calling women females like that. But then I started noticing that women, women say call female. First of all, women call themselves bitches all the time. Let's just be honest. Okay? They, they do that. They I do cannot. That. I don't know the last time I was talking to a woman and she... Didn't refer to her friend as a bitch. Or <laughs> I'm, that not gonna, I'm not going to get out there like that. I'm just saying, I, I know for a fact. I mean, a lot of my homegirls do it. You know, it, they do it naturally. They, they do, do it. Do I get offended? No. I mean, I don't get, I get more upset when I hear Mexicans say nigga. Because nobody ever says anything about it. I'm like, why are Mexicans allowed to say nigga? <laughs> they ain't black. They're not black. And they try to say, oh, we we, we, we did the, we struggled like y'all did. They tread the line more than it all. One, they 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 on on um when it comes to doing the uh, census, some of them identify as white. And they ain't that allowed to say nigga. I'll be I'll be so confused about that. I'll be so confused about that. That just it doesn't make sense to me. But the thing is, is is actually what I I, I noticed it when 
when Mexicans say it or even when those white people that get too comfortable say it. Yeah. It's always derogatory. Not I'm not going to say always, mm-hmm. but nine out of ten times it's derogatory. This nigga over here tried to... Which, yeah, in a negative state. In a negative state. It's, not, yeah, it's, it's not, this is my nigga. Yeah, no. You know, it's, no. it's always a, a negative. A term of endearment. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's like, oh, you were you were mad at this person to the point you called them a nigga. A nigga, yeah. Which yeah. is common in white talk when you get mad at somebody. Which is, which, is, which, is, which is common in Western society when you're talking about somebody black in a negative state. Yes. Because even Asians do it. And Indians do it. Yes. You know, like, I look at people sometimes and when they say it, and I have, and I'm not sure if they're black or not. I just be so confused. <laughs> like even when I see like a a, a, a girl that looks mixed, and but when, as she looks mixed, she damn near could pass for an Indian. And she said, "I'm like, how the fuck are you able to say that? I'm not the I'm even, not the race police." But so even I don't even with fuck. that, like like when black women say it, it's just it's kind of like, hmm. Not, I mean, not that you can't say it. It's just that it, it comes off as you know. Making you like a straight henny drinker, like oh she drinks uh, straight henny. We know these henny drinkers out there be tripping. Yeah, like like it's like it's like come. I expect a woman to. to we even we can't no. Nah, let, let me stop you right there, okay? We can't expect women to be classy at all anymore. Well, that is not a standard for them anymore because are we doing them a disservice expecting them to be classy? We're yes, we're holding them to a standard that they don't need to be held to anymore because. Equality is taken over. I mean, Eve, which I'm, I've been, I believe Eve is one of the best female rappers of all time when it came to just actually getting out there with some of the best rappers of all time, DMX, J to them, and actually standing out without having to whore herself out on the track. Like, she went bar for bar with people and wouldn't talk about sucking dick or, or riding dick or none of that. Just go back and check out your Eve. Like, Eve is one of the best. Check out the Scorpion album. Bruh, she's raw. So, although. Obviously, a lot of the hate that she has gotten is due to the fact that it's women out there that are bitter at the fact that she's mar- she's married a rich white man. But at the end of the day, I don't know a lot of black women that have gotten... I mean, don't get me wrong. She has a stripper background that she's not proud of, which to me means something. And people actually have to... She's, she's the only one that has a stripper background that she's not proud of. Seems like everybody else is probably they, they embody off, it. Off they, they embrace it. Yeah. Because, like I said, first of all, she has small tits. Her tits are almost non-existent. Just, just be real now. And so, therefore, I mean, she didn't have much of a body to show off. Just saying. So Hey, the man's going to meet, though. Hey, but her character, which is classy, and, you know, her values, which obviously probably are more traditional, I really sympathize with her because I was like, damn, she's going to get backlash for this because it looks like she's hating. But at the same time, these same people that say that she's hating on Nicki Minaj make fun of Nicki Minaj's body every day. Mm-hmm. I be Once again, I really think that going into 2018, I'm just going to just be confused. <laughs> That's it. I mean, because I just get more and more confused every day with the hypocrisy of society. It's, it's safe to be confused. I, fuck it. I'm just confused from here on out. Like, they literally bash Nicki Minaj for being a plastic Barbie doll, basically. But then, somehow, she still manages to break the internet. And when I look at comments and shit about it, it be women, oh, look, she's slaying this and that. What the fuck? But just last week. Because it's never the men that's hating on it. I don't give a damn. Gay men, maybe. Here, Nicki Minaj go again with her titties out. I I ain't doing no tripping. Say, 
My man's. I signed up for everything. Cardi B post. <laughs> I ain't doing no tripping. As long as she not talking. Real talk. Voice starting to annoy me. I can't <laughs> listen to Bodak Yellow anymore. I been got tired of that song. Not gonna lie. And a lick. I'm. I've already. I'm all that. That song's annoying too. Because what's, once again, what's the one with G Easy though? No limit. Is that I her? I fuck with G Easy though. Yeah. I feel like her. I, I like his verse more than hers, but that's just me. I mean, it's not. I don't. Once again, Cardi B had an amazing 2017, and there's no, there's no doubt about there. She'll never be at this height again in her life, in my opinion, just based off the fact that her music is for the moment, and obviously she's shining right now. And this is her. That that is the content of her rap. Like I'm on top of the world right now. This is what I'm going to talk about. But Lil Wayne was on top of the world, and we see where he is now. And he actually had an incredible lyrical ability, but. Once again, you so all you be, all be on, look, be on the lookout for dedication six. Don't be on the lookout for anything <laughs> related to Lil Wayne unless he's high on cocaine and has two styrofoam cups in his hand. Anyways, <laughs> and don't even look out for Eminem shit, which I refuse to listen to because the shit that he's been putting out lately to me is overrated as garbage, and he's still the goat. But anyway, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was listening. I was listening to YBO a few a few weeks ago, and um. This guy, uh, Real McCoy, shout out YBO, shout out Real McCoy. He got on there, he was talking about, you know, how Eminem's the goat and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a goat. There's a goat in Detroit. But that Billy goat from Brooklyn. Oh, God. That Billy goat is from Brooklyn. Wow. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I could, right now. I can't hurt people's feelings. Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's better than Eminem right now, without a doubt. It's not, it's not even a question. Uh, like even even though Eminem's last album got a got a Grammy, it's just it, it, I can actually say it's probably just leaning more towards the fact that he's white now. He didn't he didn't deserve that Grammy. That album wasn't good at all. I know Eminem at his greatest, and Eminem has not been at his greatest in the last seven eight years. That that's an opinion, but yep. it's the truth. He just he just hasn't been great. He's been okay. Bro, why didn't nobody tell me that Jay Z Ghost Road still DRE? I think that a lot of that shit that had to do with Dr. Dre back in the day with him being a ghostwriter just wasn't something that just people just publicized like that. Well, I mean, Dr. everybody knew Dr. Dre wasn't writing his shit. Yeah, but that, but him and, him and Jay-Z's relationship was close like that for a reason. Just like, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, it was somebody else that wrote for him that was that was kind of weird. Because Mary J. Blige. When Mary J. Blige and Dr. Dre was working together, Mary J. Blige wasn't writing a lot of her shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like Mary J. Blige wasn't writing her shit. No, come on, man. Usher don't write his shit. Oh, well, most of these R&B crooners don't write their yeah, own stuff. Yeah, but the, but the great ones do. Like Just who? Said, shit, I think Miguel is great. He writes his own shit. Miguel is. John, John Miguel Legend is, is great. He writes his own shit. This is very true. Bruno Mars, he okay, writes his own okay, shit. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> those, are, those are the ones I like. I don't hate uh, Usher, but I just feel like if, if I'm going to go shit, honestly, if I'm going to go at times... Usher versus T Pain. I'd rather listen to T Pain because he's gonna he wrote his shit and it's gonna probably be more creative. And yeah. I'm not just listening to this nigga because females like him. Because females don't like T Pain like that. No, nah, because T Pain's not attractive like that. Hey, you still married that stripper he's saying about? Hey, that's all that matters. His album's all right. Oblivion, I, I, I heard I heard a couple of tracks. I haven't made it's, all these. It's T Pain. He still his. I still think his best album is Epiphany though. Epiphany is that, that shit. I, I, I like Three Ring Circus. Or was it Three I, Rings? I, I think, it, yeah, Three, yeah. yeah I T. Like Wayne that never came out, right? That was the name of it. It might have. A mixtape, yeah, sort of. Yeah, but not like an official album, no, no. He still, I was saying, he changed the game, though. 
Oh yeah. He changed the game. Um then all the tunes still not dead. It's still not. It's still not. And he didn't even use it that much on this album. I mean, he used it, but it was still songs in there where he's just using his voice. Mm-hmm. But you're so used to hearing his voice on Autotune when you hear his real voice. But really he can't he, tell. He even said when Jay Z did Death of Autotune, like he said it made him reevaluate his career and take his take his career seriously. To oh, stop, yeah. stop smoking and then stop drinking and take care of his voice and to go to these voice coaches and stuff like that to actually be a singer. The boy can sing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boy can sing, man. And uh a lot of times it you yeah. You know, it gets overshadowed by the fact that he is the the reinventor of he re, he resurrected Auto Two. And uh, honestly, he introduced it to rap in so many ways. But I mean, I don't. And then, then Kanye took it to another level. Yeah, and then these Atlanta niggas just raked it all the way. <laughs> Good lord! I, I, can we, do we have any Atlanta artists out there that aren't abusing Auto Two? I don't. I don't know. I'm, I don't mess with Atlanta like that. Mm, well, two chains. I mean, he's not a singer though, so it's kind of like. Uh, you wouldn't expect sense. him though. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, these none of these rappers are really singers though. Like genuine singers. Childish Gambino is an Atlanta rapper. He can fucking sing, and he doesn't use auto tune. I'm just saying, you know, if you get a genuine singer, they're probably not gonna use auto tune. No. If you get a nigga that harmonizes, Future, Rich Homie Quan, they're gonna probably use auto tune because they can't really sing. They can't hold a note. And obviously, it sounds better when you can hold a note. But anyways, more rambling about nothing. You, you said something the other day about financial off-season. What the fuck is that? <sighs> financial off-season. hmm In Texas, when the spring comes around, okay. we out. We out basically. Mm-hmm. Sunday fun day starts popping up again. You know, we're, tax we're, dollars. We're we're hitting we're hitting that point where Sunday fun days fit to slowly turn down, and only those true Sunday fun days are going to be out there, like those that are consistently out there every week. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, rest of rest of us are pretty seasonal. Pretty much understandable. And then typically in the spring, in the fall, the fall and winter is what I like to call a financial off season, is where you only focus on stuff you need and not stuff that you want. And then, oh. and then you're primarily saving because Christmas is around the corner. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, you know, people who own homes pay property taxes at the beginning definitely, of the year. Definitely. So you know, you have a lot of expenses coming up. What about you know, bonuses and shit? There's, there's. I mean, some people get those year end bonuses, but then you know, there's Thanksgiving time, and you know, you're traveling Gotta with family. You're, yeah. you're know, buying extra food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a lot oh, of family bad. times. I don't know what the vegans are eating, so. Sorry about that. It, 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 it's, it's turkey, but it's not. It's not turkey. Okay. Yeah, it, it's turkey, but it's not. It's, it's the same thing, but different. It's the same thing, but different. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure. I didn't want to leave them out. <laughs> so basically, a financial off-season is when you stop balling and start saving. Okay. Literally start saving. So basically, know? when you're not, you're not fake rich no more. You're not fake rich no more. Gotcha. You start saving, so when the springtime comes around, you can start being fake rich again. Because the tax dollars. Because you got those tax dollars. Or that bonus. And you saved this little change because, you know, you took the winter off because it was cold and your thought uniform wasn't built for the cold. Very much so. Now the spring's back around. You got your thought uniform back out. (laughs) But, I mean, if you got a thought uniform, you really don't have to save for much. Because you probably got it for Forever 21 or You probably got it for Forever 21 and they probably let you in free. And it's probably some, um, I believe, purple and gold. Nigga, that's out there. That uh, was that purple and gold? You, you, the guy that was coming under what you call it? That's, oh, that's his tech. 
Malaya didn't Melvin. block that nigga. That's Melvin, bro. I'm going to put out there. Malaya blocked that guy. He creeps me out. Bro, I was offended. I felt sexually assaulted. Lee. Man, that dude was aggressive. But yeah, I mean, everybody needs needs a financial offseason. And some people do it with goals in mind. And some people just need to do it to bring yourself back into reality. To take a look at these credit cards that you're running up. Yeah, boy, you're running up some credit cards, man. Yeah, pay them shits off. Please. Like, you know, take you a financial offseason and, and set a goal. Like, people always, oh, I want to go on a trip. I want to go trip. Take you a financial offseason to save that money. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to this man. He deals with money every day. Every he knows day. it. He knows it very well. Nah. He I, knows it very well. I know I know it enough to keep my job, minus those vicious emails I was sending. But that's yeah, that was dangerous, bro. Again. Don't forget what color you are. But see, it's cool because I go to Dallas all the time. I make sure I stop by the head HR lady. Ah, okay. Stop by her office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She black. Oh, good. And, and she real black. Cause you know how when black people get together, all the cool just comes off. Gotcha. Oh, she takes the whole cool off. Like we sitting on the porch drinking that 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 sun baked that sun baked tea. That you put in a jar and you just sat out there and let the sun brew the tea for oh, you. Oh, okay. Sun brew the tea. Wow. Yeah, she take it all the way oh, off. Oh, so she 50 plus. 50 plus. Oh, okay. She take it all the way off. Okay, so she ain't HR lady like Chef. Yeah, no, no, I can no, imagine no. Chef no. was she probably still a little bougie. Yeah, this, this is, this is um you, you and my grandma probably sp- play spades, huh? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. They was trying to get me to play spades at work and I was like, man, we just... It's not the environment for that, bro. It's not. Because if I had to fight, what? Yeah, yeah. That's how I, I don't even play Uno no more because niggas take that shit way too serious. Bro. Niggas will fight you over Uno. Bro, I've seen a fight over Domino's. I ain't fucking with Domino's either. Bro, because you sitting there, you mad. You already frustrated because you're losing. And he say, go ahead and play that deuce tray. I know that you got it. That's the only thing like you that. got. I grew up with niggas As soon as you like play, that. here, that Domino right there. As soon as you play that deuce tray, I'm, I'm counting. You play that deuce tray and they count on your force. Man. <laughs> I just be sitting like, why am I even here? <laughs> My man. I definitely did not come here for all that. I just want to play a friendly game of bones. You acted totally different. <laughs> Niggas all of a sudden know how to count. All of a sudden. Boy, you could you could write on a straight line, but you can count the but shit. But you can count the fuck out this board. Boy, black people are amazing. Bruh. Black people are amazing. But, uh, yeah. I had to ask you about internet security. Because it was funny. I had an incident at my job where my, my, my laptop is usually docked to this platform that basically turns my laptop into a desktop. So my laptop is never really open. Right. So I was sitting there and like we actually had to pick it up and go to like this conference. And I had to go to this meeting. And then my supervisor is sitting on the side of me. And I, like, I opened up my laptop and I'm looking at it. And I realized that. Like most laptops, there's a camera right there. And I looked at it and I started touching the camera. I'm like, damn, I didn't realize there was a camera right there. And then, like, I looked at my uh, supervisor, and this is my supervisor, like Southern Baptist, little small, little white lady. And I didn't really think that she was hip like that. But I noticed that she had a sticker over her camera. And I started laughing. I, and she's like, why are you laughing? I was like, so you, so you woke up. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you put that on there because you don't want the government spying on you. She was like, yeah. She was like, she was like, uh, I learned about it on Facebook, and ever since then, like, oh shit. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's, hey, that's where, that's no matter what, as as much as I hate social media, you can learn some shit from it. Although I, I think that what happened was when Zuckerberg covered up his camera, and when um, 
Oh boy, WikiLeaks. Mm, when he was Snow- Snowden, when yeah. Snowden, you know, put out there, you know, you need to cover up your shit because the government's watching. I know the government ain't watching me. Personally, I'm, cov- <laughs> I'm they confident they are not <laughs> they watching. Their time. They are not wasting their time watching me. Now, our my supervisor on the other hand, she has more confidential information on her computer. So if there are inside of trades information going on within companies, they would want to hack into her computer before they hack into mine. You know, so therefore it would make sense for her to cover hers up. And I thought that was funny. That's why I brought up internet security and I was like, that's one thing that I want that's one of the few positive things that I can take away from social media is that it can't hip you to some shit that you should know because in all honesty, I mean, watching the Punisher, as you see, how how hard is it to avoid cameras, bro? Very hard. It's very hard. And theoretically speaking, you can you can it. hack into somebody's oh, computer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. You can. You find out what that I mean, IP shit. you find out what that IP address is. Definitely can hack. You can try to spend four hundred dollars on my card in California, bro. I got the, I got this, I got this program on my computer. Actually, I paid thirty five dollars and I got a lifetime warranty, like lifetime Norton? subscription. No, it, it it gives me a VPN. Okay, which is a, um, a, a virtual private network, mm-hmm. which means that I'll be in Texas, but if I That's go mine. out into the web, it says you know I'm in North Dakota or something like that, where they where they can't track me. Maryland Heights. Remember, I told you if you ever see Maryland Heights, yeah, that's because of the VPN. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just throwing that out there. It's not yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely. I mean, if you're, I'm not, I'm if, you're, if, you're if you're just out here Facebooking and shit like that, then whatever. But if Still. anytime you're purchasing shit and shit like that, man. Hey, at the end of the day, with these celebrities, as much as they get hacked with their passwords, that must be one, two, three, four. Because I still don't know to this day how a celebrity lister. Facebook, Twitters, I, the levels in which they get their Facebooks and Twitters and shit hacked, I'm just guessing that their passwords are one, two, three, four. So my advice to these people that make over a million dollars a year, then yeah, get you that $35, you know, why not? I mean, your shit is clearly getting hacked at retarded levels. Mm-hmm. So just saying, man, and, and if, you're, if your password is one, two, three, four, you might want to change that. Might be a little too simple. You might be a dummy. <laughs> Need you need you to tear down the whole internet and build me a new internet because I keep losing money in online gambling. Bruh. Are you really? No. Oh, okay. You seem to be. No, I, 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 I knew when to get out. Oh, really? I knew when to get out. Mm. Damn. Uh, early in the season, when I seen that the Browns, this is neither here nor there. When yeah. I seen that the Browns were going to be the Browns every Sunday, I just banked my whole bank roll against the Browns. Damn. Until until it got to the point where it's like okay I bet my whole bankroll against the Browns I only win like twenty bucks. That's that's it catches up eventually. But I gotta get that one win though. Oh yeah, I'll probably put it. But who they gonna beat though? I really thought the Forty Niners were gonna beat the Giants. I mean, weren't gonna beat the Giants? I thought the Giants. I thought man, it was gonna go off. Who the fuck you gonna throw it to? Me? You? She might. (laughs) Shit, I get out there. Say if you really go across the middle, they they might sign you to a ten day contract. (laughs) Look, we're gonna get we gonna give you sixty thousand. We're gonna give you sixty thousand over ten days. All you gotta do is go across the middle. Bet. Fuck it. Bet. <laughs> Bet. I done broke a bone before. <laughs> Shit. I can make sixty grand in ten days? Bet. Man. But it, I know you saw that post about personalities that I put up about it. Narcissistic. Well I, it didn't say narcissistic, it said histrionic personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And um I was talking to somebody that's, you know, they're currently in grad school 
about to basically become, I want to say, I always forget this, a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Uh, I think they're in school to be a psychiatrist. And a psychiatrist, if I'm not mistaken, is the one that prescribes the medicine. Yeah. So the psychologist is the one that you sit in that chair. I think so. Psychologist is what she's in school for. I'll reconfirm that. But she's an asshole. (laughs) And I was talking shit to her one night. And um, she basically, she said something along the lines of um, people judging her for some of the posts that she puts up. Because um, like most people these days, you know, they post a lot of selfies. And, you know, the camera's always on them. They want people to see that they're doing good. And and, uh, I, me being the person that I am, which is a great person. I said, it's okay. You know, all of us are a little narcissistic from time to time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, I wouldn't classify myself as narcissistic. Uh, I wouldn't even say I was histrionic either. And I was like, huh? Oh, what? Oh, shit. You hit me with a new one. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And <clears throat> when she told me the definition, she obviously made it a lot simpler than when I posted. Because when I posted, it says, Histrionic personality disorder characterized by extremely emotional and attention-seeking behavior. Bottom line, okay. attention-seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. And as you see, that's been the theme this week. You know, I think that a lot of us grew up in households where we got a significant amount of, of attention. A lot of us in this generation, whether it's Generation X or if you classify yourself as a millennial, I believe that. Throughout society, we have a lot of people out there that feel that the world should treat them just like their households treated them. And depending on if you're young or old or the middle child, you still probably got a significant amount of attention. So therefore, when you go out into the real world, you still want that attention. Clearly, Snapchat, Instagram, mainly, I would say those two have created an outlet for people with these personalities to get that attention they seek. I mean... And when is the attention official? When they get the hard eyes, the comments, and people are hitting that like button. The reaction that you were looking for. Yeah. And you said something the other day that a person that you follow probably wouldn't even be on social media if there were no like button. Oh, yeah. And I really feel like how much differently would social media be if there were no like button? I mean, what do you think? Uh, I think think social media. Even... With no like button, I think it would be different. And if you could put a dislike button on there, it would be different. I think. I Isn't think that, there a dislike button on Facebook? No, not yet. Really? Yeah. Just YouTube. Sure. Just YouTube. But like, I think, and and the people, and I bet the people that have these Facebooks and Instagrams don't have the YouTube. And I bet the dislike button is a, is a big reason for it because the dislike button and not having likes would be equally as detrimental to their mentality to their to their to their mental state because they put it up there to get a reaction like you said i put this selfie up here our belief is that if My you belief. post a picture a selfie like i listen to the chance the rapper the song he got is called want to be cool and he basically says you know i'm gonna put this ugly ass picture on ig i don't give a fuck if you like it or like me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but everybody doesn't have that mentality no and i, I truthfully me and you believe that if you post a selfie up I believe that in your mind, subconsciously, you feel like this selfie was good enough to take, yep, good enough to post, yep. And if, which has always been weird to me, I know people out there that have twelve, thirteen hundred followers, but they average like ninety likes. <laughs> what are the other <laughs> one thousand people doing? 
Chilling. They never just hating. Chilling. Uh, I'd have to say that they're dry hate. I'm like, or, like or what do you creeping. want social media for? Like a fucking picture. Unless those <laughs> people, like a fucking picture. <laughs> you know like, unless you're just not on there at the same time as me. But even then, a lot of these social media sites are out of order when they post shit. I think Facebook does that too, right? Like, yeah, like, Facebook. Is they they prioritize it, which I I fucking hate because Facebook doesn't know my priorities and Instagram and it's, Instagram. If you're listening, I don't want to see anything from six days ago. That I shit do is annoying. not want to see max twenty four hours. Max, I get that a lot. I get like max twenty four hours, but I do not want to see anything from six days ago. I mean, I get that shit a lot lately, and you made me notice it. I didn't realize like I'd be looking at something that was two days ago. That shit makes you look like a weirdo. Like, why am I liking this selfie from two days ago? I'm like, well, shit, it was just on my timeline, you know. So I guess I gotta give Snapchat as props for actually keeping shit in chronological order. I appreciate. I, I, I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, it even with that, those uh, personality disorders being out there and me learning a new word, which I felt was cool, um, it, it gets you to thinking. I guess that's why you asked the question. Uh, you know, who who feeds your insecurities? Yeah, you or other people. Yeah, and and just to go further into that. I feel like people like to say, oh, well, you made me feel insecure by what you did. But at the same time, did I make you feel insecure or were you already insecure and that just brought it, brought it out of you? By something that you said. By something that I said. By something that I, I, I identified. Because you can, you can identify somebody something that somebody and be, and then that just brings their, like, say somebody had, a, had an eating disorder. Yes. You know, you talk to talk to her, and 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 they, then you know, some eating disorders. You eat a lot of food, and then you go throw it up. Ah, and sucks. so, let's say you sitting there, and it's like, damn, you just say you just say two burgers and fries. Damn, you gonna be fat. Did I did I put that insecurity on you, or was it already there? You 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 basically shined the light on it. I shined the light Something on that it. was there already. I mean, because clearly, if you eat two burgers, a milkshake, and some fries. Your 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 caloric intake is pretty high, so therefore you're probably gonna be a fat ass. Exactly. So I didn't make you feel insecure. That insecurity was already there. Mm-hmm. If I've been in the gym shooting jumpers, yeah. you know, a hundred a day, a hundred a day, hundred yeah. a day. We, I go play pickup. You tell me my jumper broke. Now I'm shooting two hundred a day. Did you make me insecure about my jumper? Was I already insecure? Possibly, because you was in there shooting hundred shots a day, so you knew that you needed to work on you, it. I knew that I needed to work on it. So and then you come out here, you tell me my shit broke. Obviously, still need to work on it. You still need to work on it. Unless a nigga just hating because you, cause you can wet a nigga up and he can still say, this shit, bro. You can. Speaking of pick up basketball, I damn near had a concussion. I, I, I know I had a slight concussion last week. And I'm, <laughs> I know I had a concussion. I'm definitely taking a couple weeks off of basketball because boys be tripping. Like, dude, we ain't out here getting paid for this shit. Like, and even my son told me, he was like, man, you need to just start shooting more and fuck all that driving because every time you go to the hole, somebody fouling you. And I'm like, and I don't even call it. Yeah. But this time, I got hit in the head so And hard. then they get mad at you when you call a foul. Like, I think you, you knocked me out. You almost ended my life. <laughs> I had to call something. When I foul somebody, I know I'm fouling somebody, so I will go ahead and call it. Because yeah. I'm probably doing it for a reason. Yeah. I'm fouling you for a reason. Possibility. You, you probably, probably can't you keep probably, up. Yeah, or... you probably just blew by me. Yeah. And I'm fouling you for a reason. Yeah. Boom, I got him. No, nah, pick- nah, I know he didn't call it. I called it up top. And you pick up basketball, you have unlimited fouls. Unlimited. Especially when that game point come around, everything's a foul. Yeah, and that's why I be so shocked at how lazy niggas play defense in the hood. Like, niggas don't be wanting to play defense. And it's like, bro, you got a limited fouls out here. At least attempt <laughs> to stop this guy. You know what I mean? You're play, not going to foul out of pickup, B. Yeah, you know, play fair ball. But, I mean, damn, like, you 
the handshake them a little bit, make them work for it, because shit, ain't no referees out here, you know. But yeah, man, uh, I agree with you. Uh, you know, we all have, we're all self conscious, we're all, we're all insecure about something. Um, it could be the, it could be the slightest mole that you stare at in the mirror every fucking day that you hate and you want to get it removed. It could be the fact that you, you know, obviously you're overweight. That's that's why I kind of feel like it's scary that people tend to. And I'm always going to say this: people tend to run to over drinking as a way to mask their insecurities, and that scares me because it's like you're 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 insecure about the fact that you're that you're overweight. Now you want to destroy your liver, right, on a constant basis. And like, what the fuck? Like, obviously, two wrongs don't make a right. No, no, like <laughs> this is this isn't going to help you any better. This ain't going to help you. So it's just like we we've gotten to the point where we just can't talk about things. Anymore, like that's why I like the fact that you have people out there trying to be psychologists because they know that a lot of times people just need a, a smooth talking to. Some people need a smooth ass whooping, a smooth talking to, and sometimes you just you have to find the people in your life that you can vent to and not feel persecuted after you vent to them. And with me, I have I had people in the past that would vent to me and I wouldn't want to hear that shit. Therefore, I felt like, hey, I'm not the person you should be venting to because I don't want to hear your shit. But there are some people that I actually genuinely fuck with when they vent to me, I don't mind. Yeah. You know, it's cool. And, and I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm, I'm, I mean, you vent to me, I listen, you know, I give you my two cents if you want it. If not, I'll keep the change. But, Man. I fuck with you though. So, yeah. I, I kind of care about your, your yeah. well-being. And, and uh, it's unfortunate and even And even if you just need to vent, just say, Jay, need the van. What's up? What's up? Shoot, shoot at your boy. Sometimes you just need to get that out. Cause I've been to I've been to a lot of people, primarily my boys, y'all, y'all know y'all know the session. But I, I I've been to I've been to different people about different things. Your venting is more along the lines of just I'm a dumbass and I'm gonna beat myself up and I just want you to hear me beat myself up. That's more your air venting. Your venting that. isn't like not complaining. I can see why you say There's, that. I think the majority of the venting that I dislike is the complaining. But I'll, if depending on who you are, I don't mind hearing your complaining. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're just a basket case. So I can see why you say that. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, <laughs> the facts, are, facts are facts. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue with those things. Your reaction is priceless. <laughs> but uh, uh, we covered a. A lot of topics. We covered a lot of nothing. But hey, <laughs> basically, we covered a lot of nothing. Um, you also asked about focusing on self happiness before relationships and children. I think that'll be one of the last two. We I I, I want to talk about that, and I also want to talk about seekingarrangements.com. So while we talk okay. about focusing on self happiness, okay, if you guys out there are listening, have a chance to go to seekingarrangements.com right now. Go ahead, check it out, and tell me what you think. But anyways, focusing on self-happiness before relationships and children. And that also would entail or bring in the fact that there are a lot of women out there having children with men that they don't love. Yes. Which is a would, problem. A huge problem. It, I mean, in hell, men having having children with women they don't love is a problem. Yes, that, that, That's a problem going both ways. I mean... Oh, obviously, we know for everybody, abortion is not always an option, and everybody isn't the most responsible when it comes to any type of birth control. But the long-term effect of birthing, of bringing a child into this world, and with no love, is 
pretty pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. But yeah, so so what do you think about focusing on self happiness? I, I hear so often, and it's primarily from women, that goes, you know, when I'm gonna be so happy when I find my husband. I'm gonna be so happy when, you know, I have a kid. I'm this is this is why I'm gonna be so happy. But none of them say, I'm so happy now. That's scary. That's a that's that's a lot of pressure to put on this man or this child that they're they have to make you happy. Like 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 it, the the age old question, you know, oh, what do you what do you bring to the table? Like, I can cook. I do laundry. I'm I'm cute. I dress nice. Your parents like me. Are you bringing happiness to this table? Like I shouldn't be the only one. But what do you bring to the table? I'll make you happy. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you happy. That just like, just like you can say, well, I can cook for myself. I got my own job. I can dress myself. I can do my own laundry. Just like you can say that, I can make my own self happy. Should be high on that list. Or I do make my own self happy. Should be high on that list. Yeah. There's no reason you should be waiting to meet the man of your dreams that's going to make you happy. You should be happy, and this person takes your happiness to another level. Definitely. And then y'all should be happy together, and then y'all have a child, and that child takes you. Take your happiness to another level, or if it's if it's not even the man, maybe maybe it's like you had this child, and it was the circumstances were fucked up, whatever. You know, you didn't love the man, but you had the child, but you were already happy. You laid down with this man, y'all made it, y'all made a baby, you know, whatever. And then you like, you know, my happiness doesn't lie with this person. I know that I'm not gonna be able to continue to be happy if I'm with this person, but I'm happy with this child. This child took my happiness to another level. There are several different avenues that, that goes along with that. I could be happy with this person and we know that our happiness is where it needs to be and we don't need children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, again, with the societal norms and our definition of happiness is that it comes in these steps with these people when the baseline of happiness is are you happy with yourself? It's like, every do you wake up every day and it's like, damn, it feels good to be me. I'm I'm happy. I'm coming in. I'm saying I'm saying ha, um have a good day. How you doing, Susan? Even though I fucking hate Susan, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm so in a good mood. I don't even care what Susan on today. Hey, Susan, I want you to have a good day. Yeah. I want you to be happy like I'm happy today. Yeah, get your get your Beth go get your coffee because I know you can't talk to nobody till you had your coffee. Beth, get your coffee. Talk to you about Scandal last night because I know you watch Scandal and I've been wanting to talk to you about Scandal. I don't know. I don't watch Scandal. Oh, okay. But I've been wanting to talk to you about Scandal and now we can because I'm in a good mood. I'm in a happy place. I didn't come to work here for y'all to stress me out. I didn't come here for all that. You ain't come here to spread misery. I didn't didn't come to work to tear down my emotions to build up new emotions to the day. That ain't going to work. Yeah, I'd fire you if I was (laughs) boss there. So it's good to hear. It's good to hear. I mean, there ain't really much I can say about that. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean... If I'm not happy, more than likely, bringing another person's bullshit into my picture is not going to make my picture any prettier. Yeah. It's not. It's and just it, not and logical. Even, and even with that, even with money, money's not going to make you happier. Nah. It might make life easier yeah. to a certain extent, you to still. a certain amount. Then it's going to make life harder. It's not going to make you any happier. Yeah, because if you... Just because you can buy this shit, you may not be able to enjoy it with nobody. I mean, and then if you buying the shit to enjoy it with people, you know, then people do they like you for you? Or do they like you for the shit you buy? Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can't handle a little money, you probably ain't better handle a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, shout out to, to Apple for the new emojis, man. I've been I've been abusing because them motherfuckers, that mind blowing is fucking hilarious. I'm not shouting Apple out because I like the new emojis, but when I update 
the operating system, it makes my old phone slow down and start tripping, tripping. So y'all can try to get me into buying Damn, I can agree Now I'm that. trying to be a responsible adult and, and not, not buy every iPhone yeah. that comes out. But see, that's my fault. I messed up. I shouldn't have upgraded my software. Yeah. It's hard not to, though. It's hard not to. Especially, especially if they yeah. bait me in. It's like, oh, this is free? And it's like, yeah, up, up, upgrade, your, upgrade your old ass phone with this software and watch me slow it the fuck yeah. down. But if you have OCD and that red bubble annoys you, then you just got to clear it. So that uh, that software upgrade is see, necessary. See, my OCD is weird because like, I don't like unread emails, but then sometimes I like to see how high I can get them. <laughs> you see my emails. <laughs> I never email you. I, I need I need to be on your v, VIP email list. Cause Why? Because you, you have over 12,000, 1,200 emails that aren't getting read. Man, it's just, I don't want... I have, I have to start going through unsubscribing from stuff. Like, yeah, I don't need this. You take me off this list. Take me off this list. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a task fucking with my emails, which I'm actually looking at them right now because, uh, did, did they, that dude send the invoice for the hats? No. Okay. Not to my knowledge. Okay. Not to my email anyways. Okay. Okay. See, cause I only have un- 11 unread emails right now. Oh, okay. See, my work email is more, I maintain it more. I only have seven unread emails in my work email, so... Eh, which is still too many. It means I skipped over some because I was just annoyed with that person. But anyways, um, at least you didn't reply. I leave. Yeah, I leave. I leave my supervisor on read a lot just because I know she <laughs> she asks me redundant questions sometimes and I don't have time for that shit. At our job, they have the thing where you can say, "Oh, the the sender of this email would like to know if you received it and read it. Would you like to reply to it?" No. <laughs> yeah, 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 people get that. You, you're on Microsoft Outlook. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, okay. I don't want you to know. I, I read this. I already. like when people put the red, the high importance. I was like, oh, is that post maybe like jump to it faster? Like, Bro, the term that's been floating around our agency lately is make this a priority. Oh god. And the thing is, when you say make this a priority, you don't know what else is on my list of things to do. This might come in at a low priority by comparison. Pretty much. So don't say make this a priority. Cause I make whatever I make, whatever, if I make it a priority, it's because it's it's it's, it's a priority. To it's my a life. priority in my, you know, it's necessary because I don't have anything else in front of it. But I prioritize what I need to prioritize because my list is my list. I could I could get something from the GM, then I could get something from a president of another company. It's you know, your priority is my priority right. all the time. I could I could be handling a crisis right now, and you say, "Well, make this a priority." I got a, I got a crisis on hand right now, so <sighs> this priority. But sometimes my priority might just be. Getting to lunch on time. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because sometimes I, they be trying to fucking over. I, lunch. I had a light breakfast, so I need to get this. I lunch. need to get this lunch in, or this priority is gonna be forgotten. Very true. But anyways, did you check out SecondArrangements.com? Hell no, I didn't check that out. But you know what it is already. Nope. Oh, what you start, start rambling about it. And oh, check it out okay, right now. okay. Did you think? Did you think it was something I was gonna set you up? Basically. It's not a porn site, right? Oh no, no, I didn't think it was oh, that. No, okay, no, okay. I, I just thought arranged marriages. As soon as, as soon as you said it, it's a website for females that are seeking sugar daddies. Mm, okay, uh, relationships on your terms. Yeah, and I, I learned about it on a. Uh, <laughs> I was I'm, listening to a radio. I'm, I'm here. I'm here right now. By the way. Yeah. So, uh, what do you see? Is it pretty pretty descriptive? Is it vague? It's, oh, first thing I see: sugar daddy benefits. Four sugar babies per sugar daddy. Uh-huh. The odds are in your favor with thousands of attractive local women looking to meet now. Uh-huh. No strings attached. Redefine the expectations of a perfect relationship. Ideal relationship. Up front, up front and honest arrangements with someone who will cater to your needs. 
Sounds like an escort service. Eh, let me tell you something, man. The reason that this particular topic stuck Hold out on, to I'm, me. Hold on, I'm browsing sugar babies. Okay. <laughs> was because I've noticed in the past few months of me doing my Sunday fun days when I do them is that I've run across a lot of females that if they're not escorts, they act like escorts. That's just that's just my personal experience. Side side note. Go ahead. Um, this chick from France, forty nine. You not a sugar baby. Forty nine years old. Forty nine years old. Hey, how do, how old does she look? Forty nine years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> she she's a white forty nine. Oh, okay. She needs to just uh. You not a sugar baby. She's you, a cougar. She just needs to. Well, if she ain't got no money, then. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you yeah. just old. You just old. You just old. You just old. Old and useless. <laughs> but, but my point is, I think that we now live in a culture or society where if it's okay, basically they say the, 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 um, the motivation for that app, the motivation for that website was for struggling college women that were having issues paying their tuition. So seekingarrangements.com was created by some guy. He was on he was talking about it on the Vice Network. And he basically said that, I mean, hey, you know, there's attractive women out there. There are women out there in general that they don't have the time for for college jobs, I guess. They don't have the time to do all these other things because school is their number one priority. Right. So therefore, what's an hour or two with the sugar daddy? You know, but I'm just like, you know. And then and then people say, you know, they just need company. They need dates for this event. They need. If it's that innocent. Keeping up appearances sometimes. 30% of the time it's not. That. It's, 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 it's the innocent like that. 30% of the time. The other 70% boys trying to get their thing wet. I mean. By a young one. We've been trying to get our thing wet since we knew what our thing was. Exactly. So you talk about a 50, 60 year old man that has money. I mean. What does he really need you for? I mean, my thing is if he if he has the confidence to go on a website and broadcast himself as a sugar daddy, I feel like he should have the confidence to just go in a bar and pick up a female, pick up a woman, pick up a lady, whatever y'all want to call it. <laughs> whatever y'all want to call yourselves yeah, this but week. I'm just saying. But back to my point, it's scary to me that we live in a society where I guess I understand the point of a feminist and I understand the, the point of women empowerment, but I kind of think this this takes them a step back when we glorify prostitutes, escorts, and females that are getting flown around the country just based off the fact that they look good and they're sleeping with, with older guys or they're sleeping with people that don't love them and they're basically just giving their ass up like prostitutes. I mean, there was a point in time where it was looked down upon to simply be a stripper. But now we've gone way past that. I know, I'm telling you, like, there are females out there that will brag about the fact that they don't have jobs. And they they fly around the city or fly around the country because they look good. And it's like, what you doing in return? Do you think I'm that naive to believe that you ain't doing nothing for this 55, 60-year-old man? Nothing at all. Like, come on, man. Seriously? I mean, just think about the the, the attractive women that you follow on random sites or whatever, and they basically are talking about how they um, they have premium accounts 
or stuff like that. Oh, if you want to see me, you want to see me live. Like, hold on. I thought you were just a normal person. You were posting all these biblical quotes and all this, but then you got this premium But you account. freak freak over here? Yeah, like, I don't get it anymore. Like, but those people have millions and millions of followers or thousands and thousands of followers and society loves them. And it's like, they're a prostitute. Why are we glorifying prostitutes? It's just like us glorifying drug dealers, man. Chad Butler said, pimping ain't dead, it just moved to the web. That's it. And that was, come on, that was, he died in 08. Been here. It's been going on. It's almost 10 years plus, bro. I just worry because I always, how do I say this? I, I have a lot of love for people out there that are still chasing love. Especially the women out there that probably don't have the nicest bodies. They don't, they're not willing to pimp themselves out to get attention. Um, but my thing is, realistically, in these times, if a woman doesn't know seeking a genuine loving relationship is almost close to, you have, I think in this generation, this current mindset of society, of finding a real love, I think you have about a 20% chance. Just based off the fact that you're not offering anything special to somebody in this generation, men, that are honestly just looking for sex and just trying to have a casual fling here and there, and they get it so easy. So just think about that when you're going out and you're withholding sex or you're thinking that you're so special when, at the end of the day, this dude could just log on to a website Get a female that has a better body than yours, has a better face than yours, and he's probably going to pay the same amount of money to her in one day that he's going to probably have to do to deal with you in a week. I'm just saying, you drop 150 on this on this female, get a massage, have a happy ending, but then I got to act like I give a damn about what you're talking about for a whole four or five months or three months just to get some ass? Come on. That's what you're women. That's what you're going up against in society today. And that's just the reality of it. And I'm not saying all men are out there for that, but come on. How many, how many genuinely good men do you know are still out there that aren't damaged, that aren't, you know, a part of the cycle effect of being a toxic person in a relationship? I would say it's probably one in four now. I mean, even I mean, I know I know cats personally that are in relationships that I just honestly feel like they're only in a relationship because it's 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 in their mind and to their families the right thing to do, but if they could, they'd whore out. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, like, but thankfully for traditional values, they, they're still holding on. But yeah, we don't need to keep talking about this. I, I, I think they got the message. I, I hope so. I think they got the message. Stay off of secretarrangements.com. Get yourself a job. <laughs> Get yourself a J-O-B and stop trying to slang your ass. Like, it ain't cool. I ain't trying to slay your ass. <laughs> just, you hurt by this. This hurt. Like, this hurt you deep. Because those same females be like in Cancun or some shit, just free. And I'm just like, you prostituted yourself to see Cancun. Um, if necessary. Bro, that, that shit be hurting my heart. It's like, damn, I work hard and I don't get to take vacations. <laughs> you be taking vacations. <laughs> Some resentment there for my part. Some bitterness. resentment for my but part. It's like, like, damn, I can't go on vacation like you. It's, do not, on it's having, it's not having. I guess not having morals is the way to go. Mm, it's hard for me. It's I can't do it. Me. I mean, don't get, even in the fitness society, man. There's a lot of cats that 
have gotten big on Instagram and YouTube and all that shit. And this this thing is a term called gay for pay because it's a lot of homosexuals in the uh, in the fitness industry. A lot of rich homosexuals too. So you get yourself nobody nice and right, but then again, you still don't have no following. You be gay for pay. Go ahead, sleep, you know, sleep with this man that's been checking you out at the gym. Cause there be a lot of gay men in the gym, dude. Like for real. That's why I've changed my routine all the time. <laughs> I be in there with nobody in there. Now I be in the gym at eleven midnight, and I'm out. Like it's worth it to me because I'm not trying to be in uncomfortable settings. Man, I'm getting tired of walking in on naked white men. Like why is you? I don't want to. I don't want to revisit that. Come on, man. This is show. We need to wrap this up, man. Right. Got football to watch. Right. I got NFL to watch and Papa Jones to eat. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Fuck it. The thoughts of Welly F are those of his and his alone and do not represent the thoughts of No Boundaries as a whole. Fuck it. Words of advice. Uh, I would say people just need to pay, pay more attention to things and stop being so gullible to what... Uh, let me rephrase that. You have people out there that are in your circle that actually have valuable information to give you. You should listen to them because that's your immediate circle. Those are the people that are have you know they're rolling the wide die for you. They've been on your side for some time. So when people are giving you valuable information in your circle, and then you step over it to listen to somebody that's a celebrity, maybe <laughs> like <laughs> Man. like come on, like it doesn't make any sense. Like we're it's ridiculous how much you're gonna listen to this person because they have a million followers based off of the fact that they run fast. And you're not gonna listen to somebody that you've been knowing for a while that actually, sees you every day and interacts with it you. It has no real, it has no reason to push you into a negative path. Like anybody that's around me, I'm not giving them useless information for the sake of ruining their lives or for the sake of just wanting to be right. Because I no longer care about being right or wrong. I care about just simply if I feel like something I'm giving you is valuable information that's based on facts, I want to tell you. Because the right and wrong aspect of arguing with niggas. Or arguing with females, I have no time for that shit no more. I will ignore the fuck out of you when you think I'm about to get into a pointless debate about some bullshit that is not going to further my life or further yours. Anything I'm telling people nowadays is it's either my perspective and I'm telling you to take it as a perspective or I'm giving you some real life facts. Yeah. That's that. So just, just pay attention more to the people around you because you'll lose a lot of people just based on the fact that they, they, they get tired of your bullshit and they don't, they don't talk to you anymore. I mean, when you have, like I said, when you have people that interact with you on a day-to-day trying to give you something, but you want to listen to this um, Abraham Lincoln quote that references the internet instead of them, then it's not like, what, what do I have for you? What, what, what value do I have playing in life? Like, am I even beneficial to you? None. None. Um, my words of advice, actually, stole this from Snapchat uh, a bunch of months ago. Shout out to um, Pineapple Dope. Um, it says, there's some things... There are some things in life if you care too much about, you'll never forget. You got to push it deep down and move on. There are people, situations, events, things that have taken place in your life, and it's going to change you. It's going to, it might even fuck you up permanently. Sometimes you just got to push that down and move on because keeping it at the surface, letting it bubble and boil the steam is doing you no good. This is true. This is true. But uh, yeah, you can't be quoted. You can't quote. <laughs> I stole this off. I stole this off yeah. Snapchat like in September. I thought it was a good quote, and I just, I just, uh, I just brought it to the table. You gotta find better people to quote. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Shout, shout, <laughs> shout out to Pineapple Dope. Uh, you got anything else? No, I, I still don't like dinosaurs. And uh, fuck it.
It's as simple as that. Apples to oranges. Apples to oranges, man. (laughs) And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?